It's summer and the decorating is easy. Hi, I'm Anita Joyce here with Kelly Wilkness, and this is Decorating Tips and Tricks, Summer Decorating Tips. The decorating is easy because you're listening to Decorating Tips and Tricks, and we've got great ideas for you today to transform your spaces a little bit for the new season. You can achieve this really summery feel by just doing a few simple things. Mm -hmm. And I don't really buy a whole new arsenal of things. I'm just kind of careful about which things I choose to be sitting out. And, you know, for example, all those furry throws, as much as I adore them in the winter, I really don't want to be seeing them right now. Those get put up at our house and hopefully at your house as well. Yeah, I'm always slow to put those away. Then there's the day where you're just like, oh gosh, I can't even look at this anymore. It's making me hot to look at it. So yeah, Mm -hmm. I put all my Mongolian pillows away. and All the alpaca throws. All the throws. Yeah, I even have a ton of furry throws. So they all went away. And I brought out some linen ones. So really for me, I don't think I've purchased anything new. You guys will be listening to this and it's we're just sliding into the summer. Everybody's mind is probably turning towards the summer. The kids are ready for school to be over. You might not be ready for school to be over, but you might be ready to change out your pillow covers or something like that. So that's what you can get started doing. Right. And I think both of us have a very similar approach to this. We do some changing out as the seasons change, but I don't have a lot of closet space to store off-season items. So I don't have a lot of beach signs and, you know, faux surfing boards that I'm putting up on the wall. Uh, We're not really suggesting that you do all of that. These are kind of subtle changes so that, you know, I like, for example, having out a cloche. In the winter, you can put something wintry in it and spring and fall. And then in the summer, you can put something summery in it. So what you might want to put in your cloche for the summer, summer seashells. Yes, definitely. It's kind of like a taking away rather than an adding to necessarily. So take away the things that remind you of winter and that feel wintry and then see how your rooms present themselves to you. Maybe you don't need to really add much of anything at all. Maybe it's just the fact that you took away the things that were wintry and cozy looking and um, let it go with that. What you can do is if you have heavy draperies or dark draperies, maybe think about just taking them off for the summer. Put them away, hang them in a closet maybe, and put them back up in the fall. Opening the windows that way and letting in more natural light, opening in air quotes, like just taking the window treatments off might be something that will completely change the feel of your space. And if you feel like you need something, maybe put up a light linen, more transparent fabric, a white linen curtain blowing in the summer breeze. That just sums it up for me right there. Oh, isn't it the truth? And sometimes I've used, especially in a bathroom window where I want light coming in, but I want some privacy. A lot of times I'll just do a cafe rod in there. And one of the things I've used is just kind of a sweet hand embroidered pillowcase, cut it and put a little curtain uh, rod in there and use that as a a little curtain. I think that's Oh my gosh, that's such a cute idea. Mm-hmm. But it feels very summery, like you were saying. So it would, but it wouldn't be shirt or anything, right? Because it would just be that you know you're only having one pillowcase, so it would just be sort of flat, right? Well, mine's not flat. It because my window's a little bit well. Well, yeah, I guess it really you cut on it. Why your window is that's right? uh, well. 
the thing to do on the pillow is you're going to cut it in the middle of the back. So it's the front and the back. Once you do that, for my windows, it was a little bit wider. So it is definitely Oh, right. Gathered. You'd have two mm-hmm. sides with the, the mm-hmm. prettiness on it. Right. But make sure you cut your fabric so that the pattern is centered. I have so many vintage pillowcases. I love that idea. Mm-hmm. That's oh, really charming. That, that would too. be darling in a or nursery you could even, or a child's room too. Or even on a door. You could put one of these on a door if you wanted some some privacy. Doesn't it remind you of... Uh, Screen door slamming. The wash yeah. hanging, hanging oh, on the line. Oh, yeah. The wash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that. there's the pillowcases and the sheets and everything blowing, like you said, in the breeze. Yeah. Yeah, so light it up. Put away anything that says winter. Sometimes people have a basket of shoes or something that look wintry or put all that away. If you have a hat rack or a coat rack by your front door, please don't let scarves and coats and things hang there. Oh my goodness. Those should yeah. be put up now. Yeah, just put They're I mean, going to be should, gathering dust for the next Right. And six it shouldn't months. really be out anyway, but it's certainly not if you're not using it. Put the umbrellas away if the rain has stopped and all of that. What about one of those straw market baskets that we both love? Mm-hmm. How about hanging that on a hook somewhere in your house? Maybe you're able to put a little mason jar in the bottom filled with some water and then put some yard cuttings in there from some bushes from your backyard. Oh, I like that idea. Yeah, I do too. That's really pretty. And just make sure no one kicks it. I have one of those by my door. I have that entry table. And so I sort of slid it under the entry table. And right now I just have like a a sort of like a linen throw draped out of it. But I love that idea. And I had used that and had pumpkins sort of, faux pumpkins sort of falling out of it in the fall. So that's a really great thing to have. It's like Anita's cloche. You can always have it there, but you just change up what you're putting inside of it or draping out of it, and it can evoke the feel of the season. Uh, What I'm seeing online as far as ideas for summer, very sustainable and natural, unfinished furniture, sort of rough-hewn, sun-bleached look. It's really great. The color. Now, they said mustard. I say saffron. But, you know, that yellow (laughs) is very popular. And it's a great color for summer if you like that color because it is kind of the color of sunflowers and also coral. Very summery feeling, I think. And if you want the yellow, what about a bowl of lemons sitting out? I love the smell. I love seeing the fruit sitting out. And lemons will last quite a while sitting out. So I do love leaving those sitting out in a bowl. And when they start to look a little bit mm, like they've, they're seeing their best days behind them, you know, that's when I might cut them up and squeeze them and make some lemon juice from them or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't want to get that many of them, do that trick where you put a little crunchy paper in the bottom and then just fill them up. Or exactly. You could do, do faux. You could even do some faux yes. lemons underneath, and then just put the real lemons on top. So you oh, only that's need a, a few smart idea. Real ones. Wicker and rattan. It's always fresh for this season, but it's definitely on the people's decor radar these days. Uh, not so much as just patio furniture or the odd little accent table. Like rattan is really sort of come into its own as a material that could be next to a wooden chair, that could be in a more formal room. So if you don't have any in your decor right now, this is a great season to add some, and then you can decide in the fall whether or not it comes or goes. 
Wicker is definitely, I think, more summery. It has more of sort of a temporal feel, like maybe this will last for a season or whatnot. Rattan is a little more substantial. I saw a chair, it's almost like an oval, and the back comes up really high, and it somewhat sort of cocoons you a little bit, like those hanging chairs would. So I can put oh, the link to that chair. I had one of those. Yeah, it's not a womb chair like the one from Pier 1. It's it's an actual chair that you can just reg- like a regular sitting chair. It just has a big high back. It's really cool. I had the double seated rattan bench that swung. Uh, but I'm with you on the rattan and the wicker. And I think it's a great time to pull out a wicker tray. There's so many beautiful woven trays. And trays are just so classic in decorating I think it's great to have trays for different seasons. And so definitely, I think I would pull out the wicker one. Or a a lucite one. That could be fun too for the summer. Here's a really easy one. I think once you get into the habit of doing it, you're going to love it. Just get a little vase, like a bud size vase, or it could even be a little shot glass. It could be just anything small that will hold water and put them all around your house. And fill them up with things that you clip from the garden, whether it's a little sprig of boxwood or tiny little sprigs of lavender, put them around. Your family will probably notice. And even if they don't, who cares? You'll notice. (laughs) It'll just add this organic nature. It just feels like you're bringing the outside in in this really little, sweet, easy way. Put it in the bathroom, on the bathroom counter. Put it on your nightstand. Put it in the kitchen. Just have them scattered around. And then, uh, you know, every week or so, depending on what you've got in there, go around, change the water. If they're wilted, you throw them out and and go clip something else. But if you're doing boxwood or you're doing any sort of uh, shrubbery, that could last a couple of weeks. Something else that isn't specific to summer decor, but reminds me of summer, are the large Demi John bottles. And right now on my dining room table, I have two on there and they're, you know, about two and a half feet tall. So they're very large bottles. I think they're beautiful, empty, and you can buy new ones. Mine are antique, but you can buy new large bottles also. Uh, And they can be empty or you can put some very, uh, you'd need to go with a pretty tall branch if you wanted to put some branches in there. And as we've talked about, you can do the faux branches in there, like a a beautiful borsithia if you wanted some yellow for the summer. But I think that's just a nice airy feel. And that's what I like about them for the summer is that they feel very airy. And I don't want anything that's going to make me feel hot in the summer because it's so blasted hot here. I want my decor to say cool, calm, and collect. Right. And that's really why you should be changing it up a little bit, even if it's just the takeaway, like we said in the beginning. Uh, Here's one that Anita's going to love. How about changing out your duvets to maybe a summer weight, maybe a linen sheet on the top? This might be a great time for you to try those linen sheets we're always telling you about and see how that feels. Oh, linen on the bed in the summer. I, I can't even, I don't even have the words for it. It, to me, that says luxury. To me, that says comfort. So I have another idea. Yes. You know how your fireplace is kind of more of a wintry thing. Oh, man. Yeah. Go ahead. So if getting to that one. Oh, okay. Sorry. If you don't have faux logs, um, maybe you can clean it out and take the logs out of it. And you can put something in there that would evoke 
more of a summery feeling, like maybe some ferns. So you could even do faux if it's very dark in there, and I think you could pull it off. But you could definitely try a real fern, just have it sort of poke out a little bit. And those some of those ferns can be really large. So I would get a really big one. You don't want to have this opening and then put like an eight-inch plant in there. So That's something a good substantial, point. right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and- how about stacked books? I was thinking like you could stack garden books and something in there. Whereas I don't like decor that seems very contrived. Sometimes stuff like that works, you know? I mean, so you'd have to play around with it and see if that was for you. And obviously the scale would have to be right. Uh, like how about a giant faux coral? I mean, I don't think you, I mean, I don't think it's illegal to get real coral and certainly to get it that big that would fill up the space. But I saw that once, I think it was in a house beautiful. And I definitely tore the page out and have it in a file somewhere. I've seen the very large shells that are faux that people use then put, put other things in that are beautiful. And speaking of the shells, what about some nautical themed items? I think if you're going to go nautical, this is the time of year to do it. You can add some nice beachy kind of lanterns, something with navy stripes, anything that kind of has that navy on it's going to feel uh, nautical. And I think that's a beautiful feeling for summer. You can put out some straw hats. I love straw hats, especially in the summer. So you can find a way to display those. I love seeing those hung on a wall. And uh, and like you said, the floral fabrics. What a great time of year for floral fabrics. And we, we're saying chintz is back. I love it. It's, it's just so beautiful. Uh, how about a summery candle? If you've got your pine cone candle and it's already burned down or your uh, pumpkin pie candle. <laughs> I don't like candles that smell like food, but they, they <laughs> exist. So if you have scents like that, or just sort of a really warm musky scent, if that's something that you've been burning, then switch it over. You know, find a gardenia, find lilacs or something clean or something that smells like the beach. There's so many beautiful scents out there. You know, try to get yourself a candle that is naturally made and you don't want to be burning things that are bad for you and putting that into your interior air, of course. And I guess, too, I don't use those sticks and things like that, but that's a way to also infuse your home with some more summery scents and, of course, essential oils. Oh, that's a great idea. And another thing that I think screams summer, and not in a bad way, but in a good way, are the brightly colored striped cotton rugs for summer. I just feel like that's something that you would see at the beach, and that makes me smile when I see something like that. Plus, I just love beautiful flat woven rugs. Yeah, that's a great way. I mean, actually, when we were getting ready for this episode, I was thinking I should really change the, not going to change all my rugs, but I could definitely change the one in my entry, which is a little bit of a darker silvery or gray. And it's definitely more old world looking, which can look seem a little heavy. So I'm definitely going to change that out for the summer. For me, I, I wouldn't do navy, but I could probably even get away with a black and white stripe. And that might just oh, be really fun yeah. in my entryway. Well, and you can layer them too. So black and white would be great as a base rug and you could put something with some color on top of that. I haven't changed the rug in the entryway. So I think if you have room, that. will you just store your current one? Or will well, you get you know rid what? of it? I could just, honestly, I could just roll that. It's pretty thin and it's not very big. Uh, I could just roll it up and slide it under the sofa, which is kind of what I do if I know people are, like if I have work people coming and I don't want, oh. uh, like, why do they need to walk on my rugs? The ones that I could roll up. So I just roll them up and I put them under the sofa. I could do that now. 
So or I'll just know take if the, the rug, rug is rolled up that I'm not supposed to stay that long. <laughs> no, it means I think you have dirty shoes. <laughs> Which I'm Which sure means don't you don't stay too long. I'm sure <laughs> no, you don't. I don't. <laughs> no. So yeah, there's just so many ways to add that little touch of summer. Uh, you know, maybe some twinkly lights and something, you know, evoking the Stream fireflies. Lights. It's a fun season and you don't have to take it all too seriously. It can be just easy and breezy. And as we started out the podcast episode saying, you know, it might just be a sense where you take some things away. Well, again, the easiest thing to do is to change out those throws and pillows. And there are definitely some pillows and throws that feel more summery than others. And for the summer, I am with you on the switching out those heavy wool throws for some beautiful lightweight linen ones. And there are so many beautiful throws, but I love a linen throw. They're really gorgeous. And then some beautiful summery pillows that have florals on them or perhaps a nautical theme or something else, just some bright colors perhaps. I want to remind you that we are available for design consults. We take on your design dilemmas, questions, renovations, any project you want to talk about, any room, any space. We are here for you. And we really do enjoy doing these. And I think we've helped people a lot. So if you want to sign up for a consult, head to the link in the show notes. It's decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash consult. We hope to talk to you soon. So what's our DTT defines for today? It's a finger joint. And it's something that I'm sure we've all heard, but you may be wondering, what exactly is a finger joint? It's also known as a comb joint. Uh, It's a woodworking joint made by cutting a set of complementary interlocking profiles into two pieces of wood, which are then glued together. So if you look at, if you pull your dresser drawer out, it probably has a finger joint in the back. And when, or if you, you can look at it online, you'll go, oh, I've seen this a thousand times. But if you take both your hands and interlock your fingers, that's what that joint looks like, which is why it's called a finger joint. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So, so it's different than a dovetail. Uh, yes, yes. Um, yes, because the dovetail is, uh, is a little more secure, but this one, it doesn't have the angled ends. It's just okay. Mm-hmm. Great. So then you can use dovetail another day and need offer another <laughs> definition. I may have already done that one. I can't remember. I'll have to go back. I have, I keep a list, so I'll have to go back and check, but yes, yes. Good question. Okay. Excellent to know. And that's a great thing to know when you're looking for furniture, whether it be thrifted, consigned, or new, right? Is is this something that would give an indication of a higher quality piece of furniture? Um, I would say it's probably an indication of a newer piece of furniture. I don't think you're going to see that in an antique. Interesting. Okay. Because I know that with the dovetailing, that's something that I do look for, for mm-hmm. you know, a, an indication of quality. Would you yes. agree? Yes, yes, I think so. Yeah, I yeah, it could be an indication of quality, but I think it's pretty standard these days. Okay. My crush is something I'm waiting for, but I have no hesitation in using it as a crush right now. It is 
the book Walk With Me, New York by Susan Kaufman. Now, you may remember when we were doing the Instagram features for a while that we featured Susan Kaufman's Instagram account. She has a stunning account. She's a photographer and she takes amazing pictures of New York City and also occasionally out in the Hamptons. Absolutely beautiful the, the pictures are swoon-worthy. They certainly take me back to New York, my days there, and my days out east on Long Island. So I really enjoy it for that reason, but also just the beauty of the buildings that she chooses to feature. So if you aren't familiar with Susan Kaufman's work, have a look at her Instagram, which I will link in the show notes. And I will also link to where you can pre-purchase her book. You can even buy it from where I bought it and Susan will sign it and give you a dedication as well. So I am really looking forward to it. I'm not sure exactly of the uh, published date, but if I find that out before the show notes come out, I'll include that as well. And my crush is an app uh, called Trulia. It's a real estate app. And I think I mentioned in a previous episode that I was looking at houses online. I don't think we're going to move, but I really kind of got into looking at all these houses. I'm kind of hooked on just enjoying seeing what's out there and how people have decorated their houses and how the house has been done. So I really actually am just on there for fun. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, but I found research, Anita. It's all work yes, and research. That, that's right. It is. That's right. Excuse me. I'm prepping for a future episode. <laughs> but when I started looking on my phone, I realized that there were several. There were a couple of real estate apps that I was using that were crashing, just every few minutes when I was using them. And that's when I started. So I just was trying different ones. And when I Uh, popped onto the Truly one, I thought, okay, this app is stable and it's not crashing, which seems like a a small bar. It's a low bar. Yeah, yeah. It seems like all the apps should do that, but this one really does. And so if you're looking, that's, that's a pretty good app to use. Oh, that's great info. Yes. Well, thanks so much for hanging out with us. And remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time.